Welcome NEC fans to our latest NEC Now podcast on the NEC Overtime Pod. Today I'm joined by longtime Bryant women's basketball head coach Mary Burke. Coach Burke will enter her 30th season at the Bulldogs helm this upcoming season. Today we will be discussing Title IX, the role of women in college basketball, and the future of our institutions. Coach Burke, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Morgan. I greatly appreciate it. Of course. So first, I'd just like to reflect on your years as a collegiate student athlete. You competed on the women's basketball team at Providence College, graduating in 1987. As a player, you were a three-time Big East All-Conference selection, amassing 1,672 points over your career. In 2004, you were inducted into the New England Basketball Hall of Fame, then into the Providence College Hall of Fame in 2007. What was it like being a female collegiate athlete in those first 10 to 15 years after Title IX? Yeah, you know, it's great that um, I was able to, you know, ride the wave of Title IX. Um, you know, as you mentioned, you know, graduating from high school in 1983 um, was the very early years of when they started to establish funding uh, to women's sports. So, um, you know, it was a great opportunity for me to receive a scholarship and have the opportunity to go to Providence College um, and really be at the, you know, very beginning of what, you know, the uh, trajectory of where women's basketball is today and, and being a part of the early years and, um, you know, how scholarships have really continued to advance the game. So right now you're the longest tenured women's basketball coach in the NEC. Can you just tell our listeners a bit about your career up until this point and what it was like being at the helm of a program transitioning from D2 to D1, having done so in 2012? So, you know, I've had the, you know, the great fortune of being at Bryan, obviously for 30 years as a head coach, but what most people don't understand as well as I was here for four years as an assistant. So when I graduated from Providence, I come up as assistant. I was part-time for two years um, and then became a full-time assistant for two as well. Back then in the division two years, um, you had multiple responsibilities. So I've been everything from assistant women's basketball coach and equipment manager to senior women's administrator. So, you know, back then in the early years, when you had one of these positions, they obviously gave you multiple responsibilities. Um, so 30 years ago, when I got the opportunity at the age of 28, um, I was obviously just the head women's basketball coach. Um, you know, back then things were very different. I had one part-time assistant. Mm -hmm. um, recruiting budgets were very different. So um, we we're also in a Division II league. The Northeast 10 Conference was, you know, considered maybe one of the top two or three strongest Division II conferences in the country. So I had very, you know, very fortunate to have to compete against some very good women's basketball coaches. Uh, to figure out if this was my journey and this was my path, um, that I needed to get a lot better at it and learn and grow. So I had the great fortune of uh, coaching at the Division II level for 18 years. Um, and in through that time, we've been to numerous NCAA tournaments and successful seasons. Um, and then our president, Ron Makeley, decided to move our program and the athletic department to the Division I level. Um, you know, maybe unlike some of the other sports here at Bryant, uh, we transitioned extremely well. Um, we finished a sixth in the league the first year. I had a first team all-conference player. Um, you know, we did, we did very well. And I think a lot of that um, can contribute to, you know, competing in the Northeast 10 um, and the quality of coaches that I competed against for so many years. Um, and so over the years, um, obviously, uh, my responsibilities and or just the funding for the program has continued to grow. Mm -hmm. um, as I mentioned, I started with a part-time assistant. You know, I now have full four, um, you know, I had a limited recruiting budget and now, you know, in one week in recruiting, I can be in five different cities in one week. 
So um, I've had the great fortune of, again, being in this position. And I think oftentimes in college athletics, loyalty um, is uh, definitely not something that's a strong point. And so Brian has always kind of believed in me and the system and where we were going. And I've always had the great fortune of um, riding that wave. Um, and it's been the only place I've been. So it's um, obviously that's another kind of uh, unique scenario in this profession that anyone would stay um, at one school, one institution for as long as I have. So you're no stranger to coaching female athletes. You know, as we've been mentioning, you have nearly 30 seasons as head coach under your belt and over 400 career wins. How vital is it for these young female athletes to have strong female role models in this kind of space? Yeah, I think it's, it's vital. Um, you know, I say to the players all the time, um, you know, that, you know, as seeing, you know, when you see it, then you can be it. And so I think it's important for young women to see that it's acceptable to be a strong, competitive, passionate woman. Um, and when they see that, they know as they grow up, that's acceptable. And that's, you know, their kind of their path and their mentality, you know, going into the real world. But um, I, I can't say enough about how important it is for women to get into coaching and, and being role models and being leaders. And, um, you know, as again, as I say to my players, um, you know, I want them to graduate from Bryant and go out and cast their own shadow that they don't need to walk in anyone else's. And so I'd like to think through their education and their basketball experience that they're going to have, you know, great opportunities to do that. And um, obviously many of my players have gone on and done, you know, successful things in a variety of different ways, whether that be careers or combination careers and motherhood. And, you know, so um, I, I think it's extremely important um, that we have positive role models um, for our you know, you know, younger women to say. Yeah, so we know that Title IX increased women's participation in collegiate athletics, but decreased the number of female head coaches as the positions became more lucrative. Why do you think these roles are not being filled by women as often as they probably should be? Um, I think because sometimes, um, you know, they are tough, tough careers. Um, mm -hmm. And I think um, sometimes, you know, younger women coming out of high, uh, coming out of college don't know that, you know, you can do it a variety of different ways. You don't need to be me. Obviously, um, I'm single, um, but you, you know, you can do it um, being married and have children. And, um, but um, I think they need to see it in a variety of different ways. And when they see that, then they realize, oh, okay, whatever my path will be upon college, um, you know, I can, you know, get into coaching and, um, you know, still have, um, choices and, and still be successful doing the career. You know, like, again, you don't need to be single. Um, and I think that's really, really important. Yeah, definitely. Um, as of right now, the NEC is the only Division One conference where all the women's basketball head coaches are female. What do you think the Northeast Conference is doing right in order to see progress on this front? Well, I think you mentioned it a little bit earlier. So um, as positions become um, vacant, they, um, you know, different schools have looked to um, you know, some of the division two levels where they've been successful in their own um, programs at that level. And they've, you know, kind of pulled them up to the division one level. Um, I think that's, you know, really important to, um, you know, kind of reach out and um, whether that be look at the division two level or assistants that have been in strong division one programs um, to be creative. And I think that's um, uh, definitely a positive that I think the Northeast conference has done. Um, the institutions have really reached out and and been creative and found different ways um, to, you know, bring up um, younger uh, women who have experience at the division one or two level. Yeah, 
great. Um, and speaking of coaches, your associate head coach, Britt King, is one of your Providence College former teammates. What has it been like for the two of you to sort of grow through the coaching ranks and then come back together at Bryant in 2014? Well, I think it's, it's been great. Obviously, we had a great relationship as teammates at Providence, and I have a lot of respect for, for who she is and where she's been. And, you know, she had her own path on, on coaching at a variety of different levels, whether that be Division Two or Division One. And it's been great to be able to come back and uh, be able to um, continue to help, you know, my players with her experience and her knowledge. But yet, we both kind of understand where we've been. So we have a good foundation of you know, our own experiences and, and, and our relationship, but yet we've been able to kind of, you know, put that out to, you know, our players and, and continue to help them grow and get better. So, um, you know, it's, it's been unique that, you know, we were teammates and we came back together, but it's definitely been a strength for my program and really respect where she's been um, and her experiences. And that can add nothing but positivity to kind of the direction where we're going. Yeah, definitely. That's great. Um, and over your tenure at Bryant, how have you seen gender equity confronted at the institutional level? And what would you like to see accomplished on this front in the coming years? Well, I mean, I've had the great fortune at Bryant um, that, you know, I've always um, been fully supported, whether that be through, um, you know, our administration, from the president, all the way down to our athletic director. So I've always our program has always continued to grow and, and get better. And I've always had all the needs that were necessary for my program and for me to be successful. So obviously as the women's game continues to grow, I, I'd really hope that, you know, that support continues. And it's been one of the great strengths at Bryant. I've always had people and administrators who were super supportive of me and our program. And, um, you know, that's allowed me that longevity. And so I'm hoping as I go forward with my career that, you know, that continues. That is a very, very vital and important ingredient um, to being successful. Yeah, definitely. It's just great to hear that you have been so supportive over the last um, 30 years. It's really Yeah, really and you know, and I can tell you that's, it's unusual. Yes. So, you know, if you're looking in March and you see all the, you know, co the, the coaching carousel, um, it's an indication of, you know, sometimes the lack of loyalty. And I've been very fortunate to have that loyalty from this university and, uh, you know, very grateful to be a very small part of what we do here. Yes, definitely. It's very, very great to hear. Um, and just by way of wrap up, do you have any additional kind of advice or words of encouragement? We've kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but for young women looking to pursue careers in collegiate athletics or even looking to just participate in NCAA sport themselves? Well, I guess, you know, the last thing I would add is um, this game has touched me in so many different ways. I mean, obviously it provided me a college education and now it's provided me an opportunity for a career. I've had the great fortune of meeting so many, you know, fantastic people through my journey. Um, but also it's allowed me to grow and become a woman that maybe 30, 35 years ago, I never thought I could be. So, um, you know, I'd like to say that it's, um, you know, it's, it's possible for any woman, if you've had the passion and you've played the game and you want to continue to stay in, it's been a great profession for me and the friendships and the relationships and, and continue to stay a part of the game I love um, and, and have been able to do it for the duration that I've been able to do it. So um, I'm, I'm all for it and, um, and really hope that I can be an example on a consistent basis, on a daily basis, that this is a profession that um, you can have longevity and, and happiness and, um, and obviously is continue, continue to inspire me as a person. 
Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. You've been such an important part to Bryant Athletics history and to the NEC. So it's really, really just great to get your perspective. And I really do appreciate you taking the time. That was Bryant women's head coach, Mary Burke. And this has been NEC Now.